going on, guys? And today's Trophy Kids, we got a great show for you. We are talking updates on the NFL free agency market. Dana White telling us that the Khabib Tony Ferguson fight is actually going to happen. A little speculation on where Cam Newton might land. And the NCAA once again showing why they are the worst organization in the world. So here we go. And welcome to Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is March 25th. I gotta say, it's becoming a real struggle nowadays. Quarantine day number, I don't know, fucking 25 at some point here. Nine. <laughs> I realized today, St. Patrick's Day was literally a week ago. We're recording this on Tuesday, and I was like, holy shit, does that feel like a month ago? How are you doing today, sir? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, feels like I haven't seen you in a while, even though it's really only been a week. It's been a week. A week. I feel like yeah. I should have gray hair by now. It's been so fucking long. It's, it's felt long. I agree. This is disastrous. I don't, I'm going to tell you one thing. The, the hard lesson I have learned through this is I'm never taking sports for granted anymore. When baseball is the only thing on in fucking July, I'm going to be cheering that bitch on because I'll, man, oh man, yeah. <laughs> am I missing it. I'll take it. I'll take baseball. I'll take them throwing the pitches left and right and moving yeah. all slow in the sport. I mean, I don't really like it, but I will take it. I mean, I just, I need something. Need something. These are those. Are, these Keep are all in the I, You know. <laughs> yeah. Something in the background. I mean, I can't. We can't go to bars, but at least something in the background where we're doing. Maybe you're doing your ten day or C one ten put whatever that fuck that challenge is going on out there. Um, I'm feeling a little antsy. Drop, dropping a lot of f bombs to start. I apologize. f bombs from you. Just, just uh, feeling a little antsy right now. Really feeling quarantine. <laughs> I'm losing my mind, people. I'm losing my mind. Um, you know what I did like though. Did think it was a slightly genius idea on the part of CBS to start playing like old NCAA tournament games. Oh yeah, they did this weekend, like in first round, like the big first round games, and moving on. I think Final Four they're doing this weekend or whatever. Yeah, did enjoy that. I was a little, very smart on their part. Uh, and the UFC ran all their like fights back on Saturday, which yeah. I turned on. Turned on McGregor fun. Diaz. <laughs> I watched. I watched, that. I watched uh, Deontay Wilder and um, Tyson Fury match yep. one. Um, that was on ESPN yesterday, Monday, I believe. I watched that. Um, I watched all the Caps wins in the first round of their Stanley Cup run. That was good. That was really exciting hockey. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing else on. I mean, shit. I know. I was trying to put it together. Thank God there's, like, a little sports news this week because there really isn't much to talk about. But we do have some things, some, some breaking things happening. I think right off the bat, the – Maybe not the biggest story, but definitely trending in the biggest way was Dick Pound came out last night and dropped a hammer on the on the world. I almost said just America. Olympics postponed till potentially next summer. How are we feeling about this? Yeah, Dick Pound with some real big news there. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm not that surprised. Um, they like I was watching first take today um, while I was working from home, real productive. Um, and I mean, it came on like breaking news, like, and I, I was just like, I'm like, all right, Dick Pound, what do you got? Um, but I didn't think that the Olympics were that big, and I thought everyone knew they were like gonna get postponed anyway. Like, I, I was like, why are you interrupting the show for this? Like, everyone knew this was gonna happen. Um, I know it's big news, but this is not surprising, and it's it's what the athletes need that are preparing for it. They need some sort of this is happening or not because we gotta train. So. Mm-hmm. It was the right call, probably. I'm not. I'm not for one surprised by it at all, though. Yeah, I want to find the yeah, person in the world that was surprised that the 
country in Asia that's hosting it, where the breakout of, of this global pandemic is happening, is going, eh, maybe not the best idea to hold a gathering of all the best athletes in the world in one place, like, a couple months into this bad boy. Yeah, let's just, like, let's infect all of them and then send them back to their respective countries. Like, let's do that. Good idea. Let's put them in so, metal tubes, fly them back to the, their yeah. home after this after as we all know like the olympic village is just one giant orgy party so oh yeah that happen with this thing going rampant and let's hide him back like who's fine i want a camera on the person who saw that and was like god damn it why are they canceling this <laughs> yeah like, like does it really need to be breaking news we interrupt your programming with this alert no that is worthy of just a little on the, the bottom ticker of the television olympics postponed no one's going to bat an eye. The only thing that we needed to know is the guy who's in charge of this whole thing's name is Dick Pound. Dick that Pound. was, I mean, and he's an old white guy, which makes it even more perfect. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good little thing to see trending. I, I knew that was his name before because of, I forget what other story, but when I, I saw that, before, yeah. I was like, God damn it, I love it. Pulled up Twitter. Twitter's been a cesspool of just trending. interesting stuff, but seeing Dick Pound trending, knew some good stuff was going to be happening on that one. Yeah, it's always a good reminder just to remind us that there is a guy out there named Dick Pound. Yep, and he found his calling in the managing the World Olympics or whatever the fuck he does. <laughs> so, do you imagine that being like your financial advisor's fucking name or something? Like, I don't think I take it as seriously. My old Dick Pound calling. <laughs> All righty. Enough of the childish games. We got actually some NFL news. The big one coming out, Cam Newton. I mean, we knew he wasn't going to be a Panther, but they have released him today. He did pass his physical, which honestly, that should have been breaking news. The fact that Cam Newton passed the physical in Atlanta, I think it was today or yesterday. I don't know. At some point recently, he passed the physical. Yeah. That should have been breaking everywhere. Because to be honest, I thought the man's shoulder was just going to fall off at this point. I thought so as well. Um, and it's just like the fact. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> dog is making an entrance. <laughs> All right. Excuse me, animal. Um, yeah, I wasn't surprised to hear that he was released because obviously no one's going to trade for him because I don't know about his health. Um, agreed. It is. It's promising to hear that he passes physical. However, I still think that. Any team that signs him, and I think this is going for all free agents anyway in general, but they're really going to be stringent upon pending physical um, because they're obviously going to want to take a look at him. But I'm not surprised by it, but it it is definitely one of the biggest stories in the NFL right now because there's just so little going on. Yeah, between that and the fact that the Jameis Winston free agency market is apparently ice cold, according to Jeff Darlington, I think are the two biggest stories at this point. You might even throw in the fact that uh, the Cowboys center, Frederick, also retired. Like in Yeah, Travis game. Frederick, that was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, he's showing another kind of domino in the, the theory that we're going to see more of these guys in their prime who make a good amount of money on the front end of their career because they're just stars at their given position, are able to retire early, and they're saying, screw it, it's not worth the good old brain injuries to go ahead and continue playing this. But I think it begs the question, Cam Newton and James Winston are arguably probably the two biggest free agents out there yeah where they're going to end up i saw a tweet today from cs or cbs i'm not a tweet an instagram post i apologize Mm -hmm. i gotta pull it up because one of these 
one of these uh, teams is not like the rest. Actually, two of these teams, I would say, are not like the rest. They said four logical spots for Cam Newton by Cody Benjamin. First was the Patriots. Second was the Bills. Third was Chargers. And fourth was the Raiders. Bills? Bills? Bills is the one that jumped off the page. How the fuck are the Bills a potential landing spot? I mean, don't get me wrong. Josh Allen isn't like the greatest thing since sliced bread out there. No, not at all. But he's progressing pretty decently. He's still in his rookie deal. I feel like they're relatively happy. How do the Bills make that list? Yeah, the Bills don't make a ton of sense to me. Um, they're kind of they're kind of similar in the way they play almost too. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Allen will take off and he'll scamper and he's a big body and he can move. I don't see yeah, I don't see the point in in getting rid of him. He he turned in the playoffs. He played like a maniac in the playoffs. Yes. <laughs> he definitely he definitely made some boneheaded decisions. <laughs> I understand that. I mean, Cam's probably better, but Allen's younger, cheaper, and will probably That's take him. Less injury prone, yes, and could probably take him. I mean, Cam can maybe take him a little further, but I mean, any quarterback can really do it. It doesn't seem worth it for them at all. Yeah. The other team. I'm sorry, go ahead. The Raiders kind of do, but the Raiders kind of don't make sense, but the other two teams definitely make sense. The only reason the Raiders jumped off the page for me is because you got Derek Carr currently there, which yeah. all signs are he's probably out. But then you also just signed Mariota. So what, you're going to bring right. on a third quarterback? I mean, you first have to get rid of Carr for that to make sense, given you just signed Mariota. I don't think you're going to carry all three of those quarterbacks on your roster, nor do I think they could afford that. Um, all, yeah. like top, all like top five picks, too. Yeah, like those are all expensive <laughs> deals that are on there. Um, yeah. like Mariota isn't a cheap backup right now. Mm. Um, he's a worth, like, I think it's – if there's a guy – Mariota's a, a sound backup. He's a guy oh, yeah. kind of like a Teddy Bridgewater situation where at the first spot didn't go great. Obviously, Teddy had a catastrophic injury to, that moved him off that team. But he's kind of that same guy where it's like it didn't really work out, but it was a lot – not a lot, but a good amount due to injury. I would say Marcus Mariota just couldn't stay healthy. When he was healthy, he played okay. Um, so that one didn't make sense, but the Bills just jumped off the page. They were number two on that list, which made zero sense because you are right. They're sort of the same. Cam Newton, I would say, is a little bit better, but yeah. has the exact reasons you laid out. Josh Allen's cheaper. He is younger. He's You can still kind of mold him to your offense and learning within that, and he's less injury-prone right now. So I don't know why you would get rid of him or bring in somebody to really fuck with his confidence to begin with. So that made no sense and felt like it came out of left field. The Chargers makes the most sense to me, but the Patriots would be the most fun to me. Because I don't know how that relation between – can you imagine Cam Newton and Bill Belichick in a strategy meeting talking when he's got some goofy-ass hat on? <laughs> it would be interesting. It, it, would be, it would be fun just because Cam is way different than Tom. We're so used to seeing Tom and Bill run that, you know – like worker relationship, like yeah. just like so business and Cam. I mean, Cam's business as well, but Cam's flashy. It would be, it would be fun. I think that would be the most fun place for him to go. Also, Bill seems to like to get players that beat him. And Cam, yeah. I think I don't think he's ever lost to the Patriots. Now they're in the AFC NFC. They've only played two or three times. But Cam, I don't believe has ever lost to Bill. Bill likes to do that. He likes to get players that play well against him. Um. I think Chargers is the best fit, like you said, but I, the most fun totally would be the Pats. Yeah, like that would be awesome. One, because it's 
you're completely getting a different stylistic quarterback than Tom Brady. Yeah. I would like to see what Bill Belichick does with a guy who is obviously way more mobile um, and just plays the game a little different. The personalities would be fun f- to see how that would work because not that Cam Newton isn't about his business, like you said, on the football field, but he isn't, let's say, as live or die by football. He has interests outside of football, and Tom Brady is a psychopath a good psychopath that I like to have on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. And Bill Belichick doesn't strike me as a guy who's probably changed his underwear in the last 20 years. So these two guys live and die when it comes to football. And Cam strikes me as a guy who likes it. But at the end of the day, when it's time to go home, is good with shutting it off and doing other oh, things yeah. and has other interests, which would be Cam's probably a more fun teammate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, way more Tom. Fun. Could you imagine um, him and Gronk being on the same team if Gronk was still playing? Yeah, they'd have, a, they'd have a great time. Um, <laughs> it would just be interesting. One thing I'd be interested to see is, like, you know how Cam, while he pouts after losses, he still dresses kind of ridiculously? I'd be curious to see if he still dressed, like, in that ridiculous manner if he was on the Patriots you and know, how much pout, pout versus how much he'd, you know, just be like, you know, we're moving on to the next week, blah, 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 you know, the, the Patriot way type thing. Yes, that yes. would be another – yeah, the Patriot way – and Cam Newton colliding would be interesting. But I think at the end of the day, he's going to be a charger. Lynn has showed interest in wanting a more mobile quarterback. That seems to be probably the best fit. It's also out in California, which I'm sure Cam would probably prefer over cold New England. But right. <laughs> closer to Hollywood, closer to easy transition out of football when your career is done. Because I would assume – if Cam sticks with one team, this is probably the last team he'll be with. I can't see Cam having, just because of the injury, a yeah. super long career after this. Um, but I think he ends up with the Chargers. Agreed. Now the question is, where the fuck does James Winston land? Because that market has apparently become ice cold, according to Jeff Darlington of ESPN. I think I know where he'll end up going, just off a, a tip. Not a tip, a feeling. I don't have any tips. I'm not a fucking NFL insider. <laughs> Obviously. I was like, oh my God, what's your, who's your source? I got an inside source. I've been working this real hard. During the coronavirus, i become, not only have I become a PhD due to Twitter University and oh, all things coronavirus and mm-hmm. essentially a doctor at this standpoint, I'm also yeah. an NFL insider. I think <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers make the most Ooh, sense. I don't Big hate ben, that. Yeah, Big Ben has got that picture of Big Ben too this week. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> he looks like he just came out of the wilderness and is learning what the world is like again for the first time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Grizzly man alert! But he's probably on his last year. They're yep. very similar stylistically. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think Tomlin would very much enjoy coaching Jameis Winston. Due to it is a very similar player. He does like to take risks, but he's also a guy. Credit to Jameis Winston, who adds an explosive layer to your offense, negatively and positively. Um, a lot of explosion in the negative turnover side, and a lot of explosion in the air raid style. Kind of puts up some big numbers. I think it's the most natural fit, and I think it's a good pairing, coaching wise, with a guy who. As we've learned, as soon as Antonio Brown got out of there, has done a good job with players who have issues, which Jameis Winston has issues off the field, in kind of getting them more focused on football and controlling that atmosphere, we'll say. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I never really, I'll be honest, I never really thought about the Steelers. I'd like that. I like that idea, though. I really do. They do play similarly. Um, they both extend plays. One's a little better at it than uh, <laughs> Ben. Big Ben was a risk taker early in his career. Like, yeah, and he, he still does every once in a while throw yeah. a ball where you're like, what are you doing? Um, so he still does, you know, have some head-scratching moments. But like you said, Tomlin is really good at managing personalities. He's really good at keeping the noise level low. Um, like you said, Antonio Brown just became a complete man. I mean, we all knew he was a little crazy, but he became a complete maniac once he left Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, poor Jameis, well, not really poor Jameis, because I always thought this was crap. Jameis was throwing a fit, like, I think during the middle of the last season, how he needs to get paid $30 million a year. Well, I don't think that's happening, buddy. <laughs> no. I'm interested to see what kind of contract he signs for because he's not going to sign a five-year deal if he's only getting paid like $15 million per. He's going to try to go somewhere where he could start or like sign a two-year deal, maybe worth like 17 per, and hopefully at least start – I'll just hopefully start the second year if someone like Big Ben leaves. I'll just be curious to see what kind of numbers he signs for. Yeah, I will with you. I, he's, that contract talk – like you were saying, where he was looking for a max deal was ludicrous. And then he went put up the 30 for 30 um, this year, and that definitely went out the window. Um, And the the off-the-field issues haven't helped. Yeah, there weren't any issues this year, but he has a long-documented past of not really making the best decisions off or on the field. Um, But, yeah, I think he's probably looking at backup money because I look at the teams that need a quarterback, the ones that need one, are pretty much in a position in the draft where they can probably trade up and maybe get one or take a chance in the draft and build a team. And then next year, look at potential guys like a Trevor Lawrence or anybody else who's kind of coming out. Um, I just don't, there's not, because Cam Newton is now out there. I think anybody that would be thinking about signing Jameis is just going to go and look at Cam Newton go, we can give him top dollar, get a better player, a more stable player who doesn't have kind of the the turnover rate that a James Winston does right. and, and play our cards. But I think the Steelers naturally, because they also they don't really have a backup plan outside of Ben. So I think it makes probably the most sense, but it's going to come down to dollars and how long he wants his contract for. Yeah, I think it's a good point about Cam. Um, although it may not really seem like it, you could definitely correct me here if I'm wrong, but Cam Newton doesn't really have any off-the-field issues ever. No, I mean he. No. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's, just, he's kind of a he's kind of a pain, but off the field, I mean, he doesn't he's not doing anything really stupid, which is good. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just a big personality who, yes. once again, and it's so stupid to say, and I hate when they say it, but I'm going to say it is a guy that because he's in a spot where he's not new in the league, so he does have interests outside of the league. So it mm-hmm. is that thing because he's been injury prone. If he continues to have injury problems. How long is Cam going to stay in football? Is or is he going to leave? Um, would be the only concern there. But I don't even think that's a realistic concern at this point because if you're in a position where you need a quarterback like the Chargers, like the Patriots, who did sign Brian Hoyer, but come on now, yeah. let's be real, he's not the option. Yeah. <laughs> Cam Newton is a big upgrade compared to anybody in that roster. I think oh, you yeah. take the shot, you give him a contract, and you bring him in because at the end of the day, when Cam Newton's healthy, and I feel like we forget this. I know you don't because you. I, Correct me if you're wrong. You've been a big Cam fan. Cam Newton is a very good quarterback and can make oh, yeah. something happen on the field. It's just whether or not he can stay healthy. 
Yeah, I mean, agree completely. If he's a 100% healthy Cam is he's top 15 quarterback in the league easily. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's an easy one for me to, to go, yeah, it's t- if he's healthy, I'm taking a risk. I'm giving him a contract as opposed to giving it to Jameis, and then yeah. Jameis kind of slides to that backup, I think, contract role. That really dampers the market, I think, for Jameis Winston because now the league is going to be, where does Cam go? Then let's assess James Winston. <laughs> Agreed. Yep. Yeah. Cam, I mean, um, James really didn't want that to happen. <laughs> and not, not a good move on his, or not a, uh, not something that increases his stock, we'll say. Um, Correct. Outside of that, the only other news I saw was Trent, Trent Williams, your Redskins. Oh, yeah. Possibly relates to traded. He does. Um, it's a weird situation because they give him the opportunity to go seek a trade. But I think Trent's starting to figure out that his market may not be as... His market isn't there quite like he was expecting. This is a guy who hasn't played a full season since 2015, and I think he's only played two full seasons in his career. He's really good. He's one of the best left tackles in the NFL, but he also hasn't played in a year because he sat out all last year. And then on top of that, he hasn't... Um, sorry, what was I Oh, he has two drug suspensions already. He's one drug, drug suspension away from... I don't know if the new CBA might be different. I don't even know if he can get it. But he's already had two drug sub- suspensions, so if he gets caught again, it's, then he's suspended for an entire year. It's just... It's weird, because with Trent Williams, he has one year left of his contract, so whatever team is acquiring him needs to sign him as well. So you have to find a team that's interested in giving you a draft pick as well as signing Trent Williams to a long-term deal, and he wants to be paid the highest left tackle in the NFL. It's just... It's just not going to happen for him. So, no. I don't know what we're going to We should no. trade him at this point, but we're not going to get anything back. And it all goes back to stupid ass Bruce Allen, who should have just traded him last year when he was worth something. Yes. I was going to say, having that asset sit on your shelves was not good. Um, no. Because it is, and especially on the line, having a guy sit for a year. I mean, at least for me, there are concerns about is he going to be in football shape to go play because he hasn't played in a year. And there is a difference between just working out and then coming into football and playing throughout the year, keeping in that shape, and do those skills diminish because he's also getting a little bit older. He hasn't played a full season. So not to say if you get Trent Williams on your offensive line, that is definitely probably an upgrade in almost every offensive line right now on a pure talent standpoint, but the market is definitely not as high for him. He is not as valuable as an asset, especially to start the year, because most offensive lines are going to come into the year healthy. It's not one of those situations where you got a playoff team before the trade deadline who loses an offensive lineman or tackle. And you're like, shit, we need to go get somebody. That would have been the ideal time to try to go trade him. Um, But yeah, it's, it's gonna be. I'd be interested to see where Trent William lands, because of Same. what the market de- deems for him. But not great. Not a great move on Bruce Allen's part. But hey, but the Redskins are up and up. Ron Rivera's coming in. He's interested with some of the moves he's making. He's not really much, but yeah, he's coming in. He's I, think coming. He's, I think he's taken for Trevor, honestly. Yeah, I was gonna say, getting Kyle Allen was. An, I saw that come across. I was like, what the hell? For a fifth round pick, and then trades. Quentin Dunbar, who no one knows about really, I will say that, no one really knows about him, but he was like the second corner in like pro football focus last year, they traded him for a fifth. Yeah. Like we traded, basically we traded Quentin Dunbar for Kyle Allen. It's essentially what we did, because we gave him a fifth and acquired a fifth. I I don't know what Ron's doing. He signed Uh, Peyton Barber today. I did see that as well. You don't need Peyton Barber. (laughs) Three million, uh, 600,000 guaranteed. Yeah, it's nothing. I mean, we can cut him tomorrow, but I mean, 
We have AP. We have guys. We have Bryce Love. We have we signed J.D. McKissick last week. Why are we bringing in Peyton Barber too? Did, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Ron's doing, but whatever. I don't even give it. Peyton Barber towards the end of the year was not a go-to back. So you're giving him not huge money because you could get rid of him with nothing. It's a weird. I don't know if that's like a bringing kind of a another like a what is that in like racing where they bring in a horse to kind of like pace with the lead stud to maybe get AP <laughs> and like Geist going and like be like oh we brought in this other guy that can kind yeah. of fly. Um, if that's like the mood for training camp, bring in a little competition and, and get everybody going. But it's it, that was a head scratcher for me. Big head scratcher. I don't really understand. And everyone's like, oh, it's because AP's gonna. Everyone like. There are a lot of, there's a group of fans that's desperate to to cut AP. Just for the simple fact that he's old. I mean, if he produces, I don't give a shit. You can be 65. If you're going to run for 1,000 yards, take it. Yeah, I agree. I don't disagree. I mean, he's still producing very well. It's really impressive. We don't talk about that enough. Yeah, like, oh, I know Tom's going into his 20th season or whatever, but, like, AP's been playing running back. He is old, and he's still producing at a high level for running it's, backs. Yeah, he's, he's a freak of nature. There's no question about it. Yeah, it is. Oh, man, AP. AP will go down as one of those guys where we're like, shit, it was a treat to watch him play because, yeah. man, when he gets going, whoo. Oh, yeah. You mentioned it a little earlier. I think it's a good transition. I mean, if you are taking for Trevor Lawrence, it's good. But the assholes of the week, once again, egg on their face, the NCAA. I don't know if you saw this story coming down the pipeline today. Trevor Lawrence, trying to do a humane thing, you know, he's big name, can draw some dollars in for a good cause, started a GoFundMe account with his girlfriend. NCAA came in immediately, shut it down, because apparently you can't use your likeness or name to, you know, just help people in need dealing with the coronavirus right now. So, nice job, NCAA. Way to be assholes again. <laughs> yeah, heaven forbid Trevor Lawrence, you know, uses his name to help, you know, a global pandemic. That's just so terrible of him. Um, <laughs> also, we're talking about... NCAA football. There's no more passionate or crazy fans out there really than like NCAA football fans, especially down in the South. Yep. Um, he would have <laughs> yep. brought in millions. Yeah. <laughs> he would have brought in so much money. He'd be bigger than FEMA right now. Everyone would give him money for that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's just the NCAA is constantly like. They're the constant asshole who's like, we know we can do whatever we want because we have a product that you're never going to stop consuming yeah. whenever it comes back. Yeah. But it's like at some point, like look at yourself in the mirror and just be like, are you happy with this? Like what are, what are you doing? <laughs> you can lump them in with the DMV, your cable company, and like airport security. Also the NCAA. They're just awful. They're awful. Yeah. Just terrible, and they have a product, that, and they can be terrible because they don't ever have to make a change because we're never going to stop consuming it, which very much sucks. Unless you make a big enough ruckus every once in a while. They won't find a conscience, but they'll be like, ah, it's been enough noise, and it's a pain in our ass, yeah. so let this go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just dumb. Um, Other news, because I kind of wrap this up because this was surprising. Dana White today, and I'm going to read the quote right off. I do, and then in little like quotations, know where it's happening but i don't i'm not ready to tell you yet i know lots of things the fight will happen on that date on pay-per-view on espn plus and the whole world will get to watch it he's talking about tony ferguson khabib that is supposed to happen on april 18th i don't know where the hell this is happening but this weekend i was talking to my roommate about this 
because he kept he keeps saying that this is going to happen. I don't know what state athletic commission is going to allow this to happen, but then I realized, Nate, you're not thinking big enough here. You're not thinking to like what is what would Dana White's a guy who will sell his soul to mm-hmm. make something happen. You're not thinking big enough here. What makes the most sense here? And I don't know if this is going to happen, but I, it could easily happen. I wouldn't be surprised. Dan White calls up his buddy Putin, says, hey, how would you mm. like Khabib to fight in Russia and put this fight on? He doesn't have to worry about airplanes because he's got enough money that he can just get a private jet, get Tony mm. Ferguson on it, fly him out there. I mean, if Putin wants the fight to happen, the fight's happening. It doesn't matter if there's a global pandemic. It doesn't matter if there's a zombie apocalypse happening. That they claim they have like no cases over there. I don't know how yeah. that's possible. They claim it. I think they just kill anyone that has it. But hey. Yeah. That's the way I can see this fight happening. I don't see another way this happens. And that was before I saw that. I was like, that's the way he's going to make it happen. It could happen somewhere else. It could be like Abu Dhabi or another kind of. I was thinking Mexico City, honestly, because I know they're not doing anything in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I actually like I like no I like your Russia idea better. It just makes more sense because it's Khabib. Um, no, I think your idea is way more likely. <laughs> I just wasn't <laughs> thinking big enough. At all. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like oh like New Mexico's not letting it happen. New York's definitely not letting it. I was just thinking like, oh. and then I was like oh you're not thinking big enough here, Nate. You're not thinking Dana White trying to move mountains. Who's he gonna call? Because the man doesn't care what's happening. Oh, just call oh, his buddy God. Putin. And Putin would love to have Khabib fight in oh, Russia. Oh, Putin would love that. Are you kidding me? He'd be, he'd be, he'd be on the screen more than the damn fight. <laughs> yeah. So, I love it. So we don't know where it's happening. That's just my my guess. If I had to make a guess. If I was – I am a betting man. I'm just saying. Putin's going to ref the damn match. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have him wrestling a bear at in between <laughs> rounds. Uh, this whole thing's going to turn to the Putin show. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh man, it's gonna be great. Yeah, they're gonna have a full crowd too, probably. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the rest of the world is shutting down. All sports are canceled. The the Olympics are postponed right now. Yeah. An event that has not happened in modern time. And Dana White's over here, like, no, we're still gonna have a fight. <laughs> yeah, this is happening. Which, hey, if it happens, I'm buying it. I'm, I'm buying it. Everyone's buying it. You kidding like, me? be the most watched fight in the history of the world yeah everyone will buy it yeah the dollar signs are just flashing in uncle dana's uh yeah. head right now yes, or eyes, but yeah that's all i really have any other uh news before we wrap this up nothing really well that'll do it for us this week as always well not as always stay safe during these times and as always peace <laughs>